This is American Hysteria's Aftershock, where I share with you a story that didn't make it into the main episode. I'm your host, Chelsea Weber-Smith, and today we're talking about Ted Bundy. I recently watched Netflix's Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, which, as many of us know, is about America's past and apparently current sweetheart, allegedly handsome serial killer Ted Bundy, as played by former teen hottie turned quasi-A-lister Zac Efron. Efron is considered one of the sexiest men alive, and it's true that he looks a lot like Bundy, especially in profile, although suspiciously missing the trademark unibrow. His boyish smile helps you forget that this is a man who's committed unspeakable violence. And that's because Efron's a good actor, and he does a good job joking his way into a lovable Bundy, one seen through the adoring eyes of Elizabeth Kendall, his former girlfriend and author of the book the film is based on. He's charismatic, in command, causing women and men all around him to bend to his manic charm. His crimes are highlighted in the movie, sure, but with a current of denial running through. That's not the Ted I know. It's a romantic film, but not necessarily in a way that's morally transgressive, but cutesy nonetheless. And then there it is, right there on screen, the sculpted ass of Ted Bundy, who may as well be named People Magazine's Sexiest Murderer Alive. Can we be honest here? Ted Bundy isn't that good-looking. He's not an otherworldly god of a beauty so transcendent as to mute the screaming volume of his crimes. Honestly, to me, he's always kind of resembled a Jim Henson iteration of George W. Bush. We know that he was charming, which is part of why he was able to abduct, rape, torture, and murder an undetermined number of young women, potentially ranging upwards of 30. But in terms of appearance, he's actually kind of ordinary. Of course, his life and the horrific murders he committed were anything but ordinary, and maybe that's why people are so surprised and embarrassed to admit that they think he's attractive. But the fact that Bundy had these likable features at all was a surprising and confusing paradox that reinforced the reality that serial killers can seem just like everybody else. This 1970s rock star biopic of a man we can all agree should be deeply reviled isn't a new or shocking concept in America, but just the newest installment of the glamorization of our trauma. By humanizing this killer and having him played by someone like Zac Efron, the whole thing becomes a little more palatable. But what does it mean that these boogeymen for which we carry pepper spray, check our back seats, and deadbolt our doors have also become our sex symbols and household names? Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile focuses on the story of Elizabeth Kendall, but also on Carol Ann Boone, a woman who fell in love with Bundy while he was in prison awaiting trial for abduction and murder. Bundy actually proposed to and married Carol Ann Boone while in the middle of her testimony. We've all heard the stories of jailhouse romance, there's even a psychiatric term for it, hebristophilia, a fetishism of a partner known to have committed a misdeed or crime. As horrified as we are by these women, the truth is that our entire culture seems obsessed with these psychopaths, myself included. Women who marry serial killers, they're just like us. It's true that we here in America are especially prolific in our serial killer numbers. Since the beginning of the 20th century, the United States has been home to over 2,600 of them. In that same time frame, the country with the second largest serial murder output was the UK, with a grand total of 142. 
So it might be accurate to say that serial killers are as American as apple pie, but that doesn't fully explain our unending fascination. Like much of what we talk about on American Hysteria, the media, both news and the entertainment we've already talked about, have played a huge role in constructing our idea of serial killers from the very beginning. The advent of the American serial killer began with H.H. Holmes, the Chicago torture castle proprietor convicted of nine brutal murders in 1896. Since then, journalists have used terms like genius and monster to sensationalize and separate these ghoulish figures in our public consciousness. Removing someone's humanity in this case can make them into unknowable supervillains, but it can also help remove their flaws to make them cartoons of themselves, characters that we can project any qualities we want onto. In the immortal words of David Byrne, Psycho Killer, Qu'est-ce I was born with the devil in me, H.H. Holmes said while confessing. I could not help the fact that I was a murderer, no more than a poet can help the inspiration to sing. He was paid $7,500, which is $226,000 today, by none other than yellow journalism mogul William Randolph Hearst, and it was printed in his very popular newspapers. Like Bundy, prior to his conviction, Holmes was an ambitious and well-liked everyman, a real charmer. And this can partially explain why, during the media circus, they were able to steer the clown cars of their own narratives. Bundy's were some of the first televised murder trials, and the feeding frenzy of publicity surrounding them gave Ted the unprecedented platform to become the celebrity that he now is. He walked around unshackled and unsupervised and was granted his request to run his own defense. Young women gathered outside the courthouse, swooning over his arrogant charm, and they, unfortunately, were not the only ones. Presiding Judge Edward Cowart, after months of flirtatious chastising, used these saccharine words to administer Bundy's third death sentence for years of murder, torture, and terror he had afflicted upon the country. Take care of yourself, young man. Thank you. I, I say that to you sincerely. Take care of yourself. It's a tragedy for this court to see it's such a total waste, I think, of humanity that I've experienced in this court. You're a bright young man. You made a good lawyer. I'd love to have you practice in front of me, but you went another way, partner. It's been three whole decades since Bundy was executed by electric chair, and yet his presence in American pop culture has never even come close to leaving our minds. You ever notice how finding time and energy to do the most basic human necessity, eat literal food, has become just another exhausting task jammed into our increasingly inhuman schedules? Well, your spring can be a little more stress-free with Factor. Factor will provide you with delicious, never frozen, ready to eat gourmet meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. Each week, you get to choose from a menu of 35 options to create your perfect breakfast, lunch, or dinner with absolutely no prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. And Factor makes sure you get exactly what you want. You can tailor deliveries to your schedule and customize how many meals you want each and every week, and you can pause anytime. So just head to factormeals.com slash American Hysteria 50 and use code American. 
American Hysteria 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code American Hysteria 50 at factormeals.com slash American Hysteria 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Check out Factor today. In addition to Netflix releasing Extremely Wicked, they also released Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, both produced and directed by true crime veteran Joe Berlinger, who you can hear an interview with on my previous podcast behind True Crime. The internet has lit up with so-called thirst memes and tweets calling a literal psychopath daddy. Netflix, thankfully, was not having it, and in response to the Bundy craze, their official U.S. Twitter posted, I've seen a lot of talk about Ted Bundy's alleged hotness, and I would like to gently remind everyone that there are literally thousands of hot men on the service, almost all of whom are not convicted serial murderers. The archetype of the American serial killer is one where reality and Hollywood intersect with almost equal public interest. It was only five months after the Oscar-winning Silence of the Lambs was released in 1991 that a real-life serial killer with cannibalistic tendencies was caught, Jeffrey Dahmer. Years later, the two have blurred together, and some people confuse the actions of real-life Dahmer with those of the fictional Hannibal Lecter. Another former teen hottie played Jeffrey Dahmer, Ross Lynch, who once starred on the Disney Channel original series, Austin and Allie. One author who studies women who love serial killers discovered that of her sample interviews, nearly all the women had had early abusive relationships with men. With this in mind, the author posits that marrying a prisoner means that these women can exercise a kind of control they were unable to when they were being abused. They decide when these men get to see them. They decide to respond to desperate letters or not, and they decide to put money into their commissary. The relationship also gets to remain in a fantasy, one where letters and poems and drawings and expressions of love are doled out by the extreme boredom of prison. One that, with all its apparent danger, is actually safer than one may be in the real world, because this time, the man is already behind bars. Despite our apparent voraciousness for them, serial murders are still incredibly rare and have actually been on the decline for the last 30 years or so. But we still desperately want to know what possibly leads someone to committing such horrible acts. What was their childhood like? Were there signs? Could it have been predicted or even prevented? Sometimes it feels to me like we want to retroactively save these men from themselves, wondering if somewhere deep inside them is a pure and frightened child. Fairy tales tell us very young that women can love bad men into goodness. In fact, it seems to be a responsibility. The way beauty touched the enormous face of the beast saw in him a sparkle of humanity and gave him the ability to bloom. But that's just a Disney movie, and Zac Efron and Ross Lynch are just Disney boys grown into Disney men. And in this way, maybe our culture teaches us this hubristophilia. I know I was programmed, in a sense, to try to save those beyond saving. To save, in turn, all those that would suffer terribly for my not doing so. And in the end, likely to save myself. This was American Hysteria's Aftershock. Next week on the show, we're covering the idea of the monstrous and monsters of American culture. The Aftershock is written, produced, and hosted by me, Chelsea Weber-Smith. Assistant produced by Derek Smith. Research assisted by Riley Smith. 
produced and edited by Clear Como Studios and recorded at Densmore Studios in Seattle. And finally, a huge thank you to Miranda Zickler for all of her crucial help on this episode. Make sure you check out her amazing band, Kawinka, that's K-U-I-N-K-A, on Spotify. It's the only band I listen to now. I hope you have a great week and try your best not to fall in love with a serial killer. There are better men out there, I think. You're a bright young man. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.